Hi, I'm Dr. Glenn Pickering, the Relationship Doctor. Welcome to the first episode of the We Don't Communicate <laughs> series. Now, today we're going to be talking about the first of five things that we commonly do that can lead us to the place where, quote-unquote, we don't communicate. Now, all too often, when couples say to me, Glenn, we just don't communicate, it's not really quite true. Initially, they're actually communicating a lot. They're just doing it badly. They might be arguing, misunderstanding, blaming, etc. But they are communicating. But it is true that if those destructive patterns go unchecked for long enough, we do eventually start looking for ways to avoid interacting, at least in any honest or intimate sort of way. So how does a potentially great relationship get so far off track that it ends up here in the graveyard of we don't communicate? Now, there are five common interaction patterns that can eventually lead to that result. The first, which is the subject of this podcast, is we often don't hear the truth. Which sounds crazy, but I promise you that it's true. This tag-playing pattern that I call not hearing the truth starts like this. The other person asks that perfectly innocent question. Honey, do you know where the keys are? But we don't hear the truth. We don't hear their question as a question that they have. We hear it as an attack on us. And so we answer defensively. You're the one that's always losing the keys, not me. Huh. This will generally trigger one of three reactions in the other person. One, a look of confusion, like, what just happened? Or a somewhat frustrated reaction on their part, I never said that you do. Or a defensive attack reaction of their own, well, I'm not the one who always loses everything else. <laughs> All of these are unpleasant for both of you and will eventually lead to avoidance if they happen often enough. Because who wants to take a chance on having quote-unquote one of those conversations? One that goes terribly wrong because we didn't hear the truth. Now, there are three reasons why we don't always hear the truth. One, we don't always hear the truth because we're human. We all have insecurities and so we all get defensive at times when it doesn't actually make any sense. Two. Sometimes we don't hear the truth because the last conversation ended badly, which makes us expect that the next one will too. And that negative assumption becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, as do all of our assumptions. Third, sometimes we don't hear the truth because the other person's tone of voice sounded to us like they were frustrated or upset, and we assumed that they were frustrated or upset with us. And so we responded as if we were the cause of their frustration. Now, in all three of these examples, the underlying problem is the same, our assumptions. And so the solution is also the same. In all three of those examples, whether our insecurity or the last conversation ended badly or we assume that they're frustrated with us, what happened when we didn't hear the truth was this. First, with the insecurities. Okay, I'm human and I just made the wrong assumption. Second, in the example where the previous conversation went badly, so I'm assuming this one will too. I'm just letting the last interaction contaminate this one by assuming that this will just be a continuation of that one, at which point, of course, it becomes <laughs> exactly that. In the third example, where they were just frustrated, I let their frustration trigger my knee-jerk human tendency to make everything about me because we all kind of assume <laughs> everything's about us. Now, in other words, my assumptions led me to behave in ways that either started or escalated a bad conversation. Now, here's the good news. I have freedom in Christ. I can choose my assumptions. 
I can choose, for example, to see their question as, an as a question instead of getting all insecure about it. Two, I can choose to start our next conversation if we had a bad conversation last time from a different place by taking a few moments to forgive them first and letting go of that so we can start fresh next time. Or, in the case where they're frustrated and I assume it's about me, I can choose to hear their frustration for what it is, their frustration, not mine. In other words, I can replace my assumptions about their quote-unquote negative intent with an assumption that's either neutral, they were just asking for help, present focused, this is what's happening right now, or loving, huh, sounds like my honey is having a bad day. Now, all of these assumptions are more helpful, way more low-key, and more loving, and they're all more accurate. They're all way more true than those negative assumptions we can easily make if we're not careful. You see, it's important to understand these bad conversations, quote-unquote, don't just happen to us. We are a part of how they get so off track, and we can change our parts starting right now. I invite you to start by noticing those times when you didn't hear the truth because of a negative assumption that you made. It will be helpful for all of us to hear what you learned in that process. Now, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please follow us on Apple or Spotify. You get instant access to all the new episodes when they're released. And remember, anytime that you have a specific question for me or a topic you would like me to cover on this show, you can send me an email at glenn at drglennpickering.com. I look forward to hearing from you. You take care.